0: Acos, nice to see you again. Larry, look at you. My goodness gracious. I haven't seen you for ages. I know. Well, I haven't seen anybody for ages.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, But now you're down in Florida.
1: Yeah, I'm down in Punta Gorda, Florida in paradise. What's going on down there with everything? Like you guys, it's business as usual. Absolutely business as usual. I called my father at dinner. He goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm at dinner. Where? At a restaurant. <laughs> Vi uh, was hungry. <laughs> he, he can't. He can't actually comprehend the fact that we no. are out and about like normal human beings. Restaurants are packed. Everything's yeah. packed, and we're just going about business. Yeah. No, Ontario, we're still under house arrest. You know. <laughs> I heard there's a seven hundred and fifty dollars fine for not being caught, not in the house. Yeah. You know what? A-
0: and as ridiculous as that was, uh, that lasted about um, not even twenty four hours. The police right away said. We're not going to enforce that like every peel durham toronto all of them said we're, we're not we're not going to do that and thank god you know so this must voice- have a
1: huge effect on your business larry I, I see from you like you guys there's no shows no nothing we have shows going on
0: i know down. i know i've got friends doing shows next week i think that isn't the tampa uh fair coming up or yes something?
1: oh yeah it's open and i yeah. was doing down there in naples there's a home show going on right now and there's yeah all kinds of Circuses and state fairs, running or other fairs, county fairs. Well, we right we
0: have our own little circus going on here.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now, speaking, you know, you did your father's uh Hungarian accent. Oh, I yes. watched a few of your YouTube videos with the Palinka brothers.
1: <laughs> oh my God, my brother and I, You know, my brother came home. He was away for twenty-five years in Dubai as a professional yes. musician. Yes, you know that kid is one of the most gifted uh musicians in the world. He's been yes. playing with James Brown and Temptations, Blue Rodeo uh, on stage and concert and. Uh, He's crazy talented, anyways, he came home and we spent our first Christmas together in a kitchen. So we're, you know, looking at the Hungarian, you know, baking and we're saying, we can't bake that. It's like, this is like some kind of a show, you know, fancy baking, nobody bakes like that. So we said, we're gonna make a video how real people bake. And of course that led one thing to another, to Palinka, which is, you know, basically Hungarian moonshine. And that led to um, the Palinka brothers and led to picking up my aunts and my crazy fa- my grand- grandfather's and my father's accent. So we do this crazy Hungarian accent on the Palinka brothers.
0: It's it's hilarious. Now, like you're a lot more Hungarian than I ever gave you credit to be. Tell <laughs> me, first of all, I mean, I, I you were interviewing
1: some guy with a Palinka bar, or right? Oh my God! So we're out of Palinka because it's illegal to make it in the states, right? Okay. I got I got, a, I got to tell you a story. I got a phone call from a guy who hasn't seen him for forty years because of Palinka brothers. He calls me. He says, I can make you polika." I go, you can make polika." I thought it was illegal. He goes, not in the Hungarian embassy. It's not. <laughs> so they're making Hungarian embassy palinka. And so one thing led to another. This guy in Fort Lauderdale, who's beside the consulate there, he calls me and said, you're in Florida. I can get you palinka. I go, oh my gosh, where? And he says, in my factory. I go, Polygo factory? I got in the car, I drove straight, about an hour from here, I drove straight to his place. <laughs> so the video is me encountering Bela at the Palica factory. He's got a million dollars worth of equipment and he sells like a bottle a day. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. It's a hilarious video.
0: I mean, you, you <laughs> I wasn't sure if he knew you weren't really talking
1: like that, you know. That oh, he, he wasn't, he had no idea. So He had no idea. I, so I walked in there like a Palika brother. Yes. And then near the end, after drinking some palinka, I switched, you know, I was so sorry for him because the guy, the guy's dying. The guy's dying. Like yeah, he can't ship Palenka. He can't send all kinds of rules and regulations about that, but he's doing nothing to market it. And so I switched into a normal kind of voice. I go, I got to help you, you know? And he looks at me, he goes, where'd this voice come from? I go, this <laughs> is my voice. <laughs> he, he didn't realize that my voice wasn't the Palinka brother's voice. The,
0: I'm gonna. I, I will definitely add a link uh, after this is over to uh, to the credits because it is a hilarious.
1: And you've got how many? You got like over a thousand subscribers. Yeah, it's and that's on YouTube. So on on Facebook, the um, video views are probably 30 to 40,000. And then they, they find themselves, they find, now we're starting to promote the YouTube, right? So yeah. the YouTube bushes, I call it at the end promote about YouTube And they, <laughs> and they, and they come and find us. And now it's starting to climb we're over a thousand. Uh, I guess pretty soon we'll be able to monetize it. I'll have to figure out how, but we'll be able to monetize it somehow.
0: Yeah. Well, it's uh you know, listen, I've got with my show talk, I'm just a pretend game show host and uh, talk <laughs> show host. So, this i thank god for my friends that uh humor me with this show
1: you know you're you're not just you're, you're fantastic i watch you every single freaking week you never pick my card so i don't give you my card number anymore because I'm, I'm just losing all the time and it's depressing yes. so but i love watching you oh well
0: thank you very much listen i had uh a, a, someone very close and dear to you mark gill huh a few weeks ago and uh and he did talk about his stint with Firesteel, which was <laughs> your, your development, your product, your invention. And uh, take me through, there was a funny story about, I know Mark Gill, the Calgary Stampedes when he was working for you and your backdrop that kind of caught on fire.
1: So we're in the middle of a Saturday, huge tips. I mean, the place is buzzing. We're taking money hand over fist. And somebody tells me, you know, I'm running one of the booth and they're out of something. So I go running over there and Mark's doing a fire. But what he didn't Actually, realize is- because- when-
0: Explain what fire steel is. Oh,
1: fire steel is a, uh, a, a, a cerium rod. It's like, it's, think of a flint, but it's not flint. It's made of a metal alloy, which is basically cerium, which is number 58 in the periodic table. And when you strike it or give it friction with an edge, it throws off a tremendous heat. It's like, it's like thousand degrees hot. Yeah. It'll melt aluminum type of hot yeah. and, and but it goes out immediately. Think of like a sparkler when you were kids, right? That's kind of probably the same thing. If you touch it directly, you're going to burn yourself, but you know, the sparks coming off of it don't, it cools off so fast, it doesn't burn itself. So basically you got the stick in your pocket with your knife and you can make a fire anywhere you want it. So Mark, he's a great showman, you know, he's making fires left, right, and center. Then he dips it into the water. And then he shows it, everybody goes how it even works wet but what he doesn't realize the chemical reaction on the water doesn't behave like i just described to you so now the sparks do stay hot and so and they travel so he goes behind them and he goes like this And he literally lit up the backdrop in the middle of the Calgary Stampede. So now my backdrop is actually a fire. And there's like, I don't know, tens of thousands of people in the building, but it's okay because I actually had a a fireworks permit to actually run off fireworks and explosives in the building because that was a requirement. So I think I was covered, uh, but I was worried about the humans. So we started throwing water and everything. We managed to get it under control. And what was the funniest part of all, the audience actually didn't move. And one of the guys in the audience is—is is that part of the show? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. So yes, yeah, very much gave- so we burned down the booth every demonstration. That's- <laughs> you gave Mark uh, his first break, though, into this industry, did you not? Yeah, he came down here. We—he was—he was—he came down here. I was working on HSN, and we were doing some uh, te- television stuff, and he really, really wanted to do it, and he came down, and he was my setup guy for the longest time. And then HSN had a sub network. I can't remember what it was called. It was a secondary network. Oh, American America Store. And he was doing my demonstrations there. And then he's so good at it. He's so gifted and so so brilliant um, that, of course, he you know you know cream rises and he rose to the top and he became a, one of the best demonstrators on television ever. And he's a really great guy and very gifted and. And uh, uh, yeah, he he was he's he's done really what well, he's done really well for himself, and uh, he got himself his work visa as fast as he could, and and uh, he's still living up in Clearwater, I believe.
0: Now you're still doing uh, live demonstrations on infomercials yes. around the
1: world, are you not? Yeah, I drifted off a little bit into the infomercial world. We had a huge success called A Bra. Um, that's what kind of got us set up, and and I stayed. I started producing and writing and doing that, but I still stayed in front of the camera on shopping channels. I still go on. Uh, the TVSN in australia and i still go on uh, i'm I'm up at shop hq at at, uh, the old evine up in minnesota uh, england so i still do and i I love what's going on with the pandemic because i don't have to travel we have a tv studio over here i got like six cameras and i just go in there whenever they want me turn the lights on and i and i'm actually switching the cameras with my one hand and demoing with the other hand so it saves you a lot of money and i think the quality and the sales are there so So I think, I don't know what's going to happen after this pandemic, whether we'll all have to travel anymore, because I think the shopping channels are saving a lot of money by having us Skype our demonstrations in.
0: I think, you know what, it's amazing uh, the changes that I I agree with you that will happen as a result of this, because I think a lot of good will come of it as well, because there was a lot of unnecessary travel, a lot of unnecessary tell and all, you know. And, and there was nothing worse than traveling. I mean, I never had to do it because I lived in Toronto when I was on the shopping channel. But being sent home from the shopping channel after a poor airing when you're from Florida, you know, or the vice versa, when you're from Canada and you're at HSN, uh, there's nothing worse.
1: Well, that only happens on the shopping channel. Other shopping channels, uh, you know, when you're in Australia or something, there's there, uh, I'm going to say, a little... Um, uh, more patient with the A little more uh, compassionate <laughs> compassionate is the word I'm looking for <laughs> actually I was in the green room once when Billy Mays was at home
0: no kidding
1: I I, I was with him and and apparently i I'm, you know he, uh, the late I can't remember her name uh the she was Italian she was working the kitchen or something I can't I want to know I can see her but I can't remember her name you might remember she walks into Billy Mays and says uh, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Meza, but, uh, you know, your your presentation and your sales are not up to par. So uh, we're going to cancel your, the rest of the afternoon with uh, Tony Little tapes. And the look on Billy <laughs> Mesa's face. <laughs> I, I'm said that he couldn't even process the information. <laughs> now yeah, being replaced by a tape. Uh, when you're- I got replaced by a tape. And, and I, I think that was the last time he ever set foot in the door, though, either, too. He never yeah. came back. The, so now tell me about the Diecast TV. What's, uh, what's this? So what I realized is that today people are still buying stuff a lot, except we're not where they're buying, right? So even shopping channels aren't where they're buying. Uh, so we, hope, we have this TV studio, six studios. So what I do every day, I chose a really obscure uh, niche. Somebody told me that all the money is in the niches, niches. Riches are in the niches, right? So I chose Hot Wheels Cars. Out of the blue, Hot Wheels cars. I never sold Hot Wheels cars in my life. And I realized there's thousands of guys out there who collect Hot Wheels cars, believe it or not. So we went and bought a bunch of cars. We set up the six cameras. We created Diecast TV. And so it's a live streaming television platform. But the difference is, is like this show, everybody interacts with you. And, and I, I, we broadcast on Amazon Fire, Roku TV, Android TV, several Facebook pages, YouTube pages, and Twitch. And we developed a scoreboard where all the comments go onto one board. So if you're on Twitch, you see the Facebook and the YouTube comments on your phone. Like we crossed, we broke the barrier between chats, which is our our technology. But it's super fun because I'm I'm the host a lot of the times. We get about 10,000 guys every day watch the show from 1 to 11. We sell about 1,000 cars every day. And we have been doing it for three years. And what we're trying to do now is if I was the owner of a shopping channel, I would stop what I'm doing. And I would have this corner, I would break the studio into 40 different studios. Like like there's Diecast TV, there's watches, there's jewelry, there's kitchen, there's like, like I think you gotta frag, I think the business today, one of the things that we're doing wrong, Larry then, and you and I have been doing wrong for a while, is we're painting with the big brush. We're always going to home shows, hoping that big masses of people show up. And, and, and we're painting with a big brush. Shopping channels have this lineal stream of time and they're painting with the big brush. Where the business is right now, it's in these little corners. And what got me really sold on it, um, my brother, we here and I were out we one night, he was, he was showing me on Facebook, this four foot five guy, bald, and he's in his wife's uh, closet selling leggings. <laughs> and I sat there going, what is this man doing? This is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. It was creepy right up until I noticed he had twelve hundred live viewers, and I started clocking his joint. He was turning over three, four grand an hour.
0: Unbelievable! And he, I said with that kind of Facebook money Facebook, he could buy his own leggings.
1: Yes, on Facebook Marketplace. And I, what I didn't understand, that his wife was holding the camera. Why she wasn't there and he wasn't holding the camera? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, you know, that's another story. That's the secret, Larry. I think I think our business and and is is we have to fragment it down to the in little pieces, that's where the money is right
0: now. Well, I, you know, listen, without uh, this pandemic, not that I, you know, I'm grateful for it, but it has opened my eyes to a lot of alternatives. One being um, uh, online shopping, you know, it was not, it was never anything I was interested in. I did 99.99% of my business live at shows. Right. And when I lost that, you know, major percentage, all I had was online. And it really did open up my eyes to another world out there, one that always existed, one that I should have been involved with more, but wasn't. So good for you with uh, diecast TV.
1: Take it one step further, Larry. Do live streaming, which is like like live presentation and online shopping together. So live streaming, I think, is the next step.
0: So yes, I I 100% agree. Uh, You know what, ACOS, we've run out of time, but I really appreciate uh, the time you took with me uh, today, it's really nice to see you again. And, I miss you
1: guys. I miss walking around the trade show saying hello. I miss you with your coffee. I miss you coming around the end of the day when I'm standing on the box and you telling a joke or something as you walk by. You know, I love you guys and uh, I really miss those days because uh, it was it was some kind of a closeness brotherhood that that is lacking right now out there.
0: Well, if we ever get out of uh, jail up here, maybe you could come up and visit us again and uh, and it would be great to see you
1: i like to stand on a booth up there for you and pitch for you. That's what I like. Well,
0: you know what? Wouldn't that be fun? Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> nice seeing you. Nice talking to you. Love you guys. Take care.